back bull on the street my name is nicholas coriano I'm to my to my to my front i guess is dan walked out what up dan what's going on nick dan told me the market was overvalued i did and i will stand by that until the correction 919 i just want to record the date here 919 2017 12 p.m Dan, Eastern time. <laughs> Dan's telling me the market's overvalued. Why do you think that, man? Well, I believe the market's overvalued for a plethora of reasons. None of, more of which being that the fact that it's had a eight-year run-up to, I don't know, all-time highs that now the market fundamentals are decoupled from the what the actual market is and the fact that Janet Yellen and the Fed still has to unwind four point five trillion dollars worth of mortgage backed securities that they bought. And if they screw up just one bit, you're talking about a collapse in the stock market. Well, I oddly enough, maybe not on all topics, but have faith in the president for this because uh, this guy knows his stuff. Um, not a big fan of most of his rhetoric or agenda, but you know, in, in the finance world, he really he gets it, man. He gets it, and um, I think I, I take the position that there's always opportunity somewhere. So I think that there's a bear market, and there's always a bear market somewhere. I think that there's always a Thanks, a, a disaster scene somewhere that you can make opportunity as a whole do i think the market is overvalued um i mean it, it's hard it's hard to take three percent five percent dividends or three percent dividends on these dow Jones companies when you know you you remember getting five or six but um i think there's opportunity here i think that some companies are gonna you know keep running you know i don't think that you should wait to buy facebook I don't think Facebook's overvalued. I think that it's a solid company that's going to keep growing. It has a great management there. It's going to run up. So, I mean, the sector as a whole, if I was going to buy the whole Dow 30, probably not the best time to buy it. But I still think there's some great deals up there. But you have, you have market risk. So if, I'm sorry, when the market corrects and we go into a bear market, all those FANG stocks are going to get taken down too. However, I don't think that they're bad companies. Now, I don't think Amazon's a bad company. I don't think Apple's a bad company, nor do I think Facebook is a bad company. Uh, Google obviously is not a bad company. You just think it's overvalued. I just think everything is run up way too much. And I mean, I thought it was overvalued in 2015. I certainly think it's overvalued now. Um, due to their, their, their PE ratio, um, the individual stocks, PE ratio, the, the fact that corporate earnings are coming in just a little bit lower than expected. And, uh, it's just, it's, it's roaring. And now people are throwing money at it basically because Janet Yellen and Bernanke, the fed took away any other investment opportunity that you could actually get yield from. You couldn't get yield from anything else for eight years because interest rates were so low. 
that it didn't make sense to invest in anything other than the stock market. So I, I think once they, they take that liquidity buffer out of the market, the market's going to have to stand on its own. And I don't think it's strong enough to actually stand on its own yet. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, you're definitely, you're definitely correct about that. You know, one, one little move in interest rates and it's going to, like you said, the market's going to have to stand on its own. Whether it's resilient enough, I mean, I think that the strong will survive. As Buffett says, you know, you don't know who's, I mean, he says it in regards to credit. You know, you don't know who's swimming naked until the tide goes out. But kind of the same, you know, the same model here is like, you know, you don't know who the strongest companies are until you have to show and prove. And I think the Googles of the world, the Facebook of the world, um, these guys are in a prime position to take advantage. I think their growth rate, their PE ratio, I mean, Amazon's a different animal like amazon's pe ratio today is different but i think that a lot of people don't understand how fast they can grow and how fast they can scale the world and how big the actual market is 3.5 billion people with access to the internet and 3.5 that will have access to the internet so we're only halfway there and these guys haven't even scraped the surface on international sales so i think that in the next 10 20 years here we'll see you know, international conglomerates of the proportion or size that we've never seen in history before with control over markets that we've never seen before. Um, and I think that those companies will run up. I think Amazon is one of those companies for sure. Yeah, but once the market gets taken down, they're not going to run up because it, it's, it's market. It's, it's, you can't diversify the market. When the market starts getting taken down, people panic. And when people panic, they panic sell and they panic sell everything. Let me let me just give you some metrics here, Nick. This is a couple of metrics. That, oh man, here we go. Beware of the guy with the graphs, guys. I just not. A, I hate. I am a value investor through and through. Uh -oh. Please, okay. Do not say that I use graphs. I hate graphs, but I did use one for Bitcoin. But screw Bitcoin. Um, <laughs> since. The forward PE multiple of S&P 500 has risen over 80% since 2011. And the trailing 12 months PE ratio of the market is 22.1 when the 10-year average is only 16.7. So I, Goldman Sachs, JP Morgan, everybody who's smart believes that the market is overvalued. People who want to keep putting money at risk, they can keep investing, but don't cry when you lose dirt because you were a speculative son of a bitch and decided to keep <laughs> going after the market. Just sell your winners. That's all you have to do. Sell it. And then what? And then do what? Sit on 0% return? No. F try to find something that has value, but don't do put some cash away. For a rainy day, which is when the correction is, find companies that you would buy when they come down, and when they do come down, buy them. Stock market's not that difficult. If you yeah, I think um, I think it, it's easier said than done. I think in the tech again, in the tech sector, if, if someone bought an Amazon stock and the thing is run up to where it's at, you know, markets are markets are irrational. Right, but there's there's some sort of efficiency in the market. They are irrational, but if you keep your philosophy, if you don't lose, if you don't lose your philosophy, if you have a philosophy in, in buying stocks and you don't break that philosophy, and you don't you don't 
break away from, you know, the, the behavioral finance. You don't let emotions get into the way you invest, which is what a lot of people do when, you know, Facebook is trading where it's at, Apple is trading where it's at, you know, or some people for whatever reason, because they, the stock went up on a Monday and it was sunny out and they smelled roses. They can't sell the stock. I don't know why that happens, but some people get stuck on stocks and they can't sell them when they should sell them. So you're saying, you're basically saying that the market is overvalued. I am basically saying that there's a deal. There's always a deal somewhere. I don't, I, I'm a holder of stock. So when it comes to stock, my, my, my move is I buy it and I keep it. I'm going to keep it. And if it goes down, I'm going to buy it again. Right. And I'm there for that dividend for the most part, as far as, those value stocks or, or those growth stocks, you know, the Apple, the Googles of the world, I buy and sell them, um, but it's a pain in the ass. I'm a lazy investor. I like to put my money in there and just let it sit there. And the more passive I can be, the better. Um, so, but if I, yeah, I mean, I have, I've, I hold stock for some of my family members and I'm holding on to it. I'm still holding on to it. I'm not selling it yet. And I think it can run up a little bit more. I think buy and hold. I do think there's some there's an overvalued market. I, no I, I think buy and hold is the way to invest. I obviously, I honestly do. But if you buy a stock at a at an overvalued price, like let's say you buy a stock at, at almost the top, but you buy a great company, that doesn't make a great investment. You just bought a good company at a ridiculously high price. That may yeah. never get. It may never get to again. May it may never get to it again. That's why I always say you gotta buy it down. You know, you gotta buy it down. You can't you can't just if you think you can time the market, I mean for exception of Dan who thinks he can time the market. I, I can't time the market. Only idiots think they can time the market. Yeah, I don't think you can time the market. So I think that you always you know, I was gonna make a video about this on my on my other uh, on my blog on YouTube, just it's always a good time to buy. It just a question of what you're buying you know what i mean and the price of what you're getting because like i just said it's not always a good time to buy if the stock is at its all-time high or if the stock is, is is overvalued if you buy a stock near the top and i'm talking about near the top could be anywhere like five ten fifteen percent near the top you're now capping your gains at 5, 10, 15%, thinking that the stock's going to continue to go up forever. But buying a stock at a bad price, even if it's a great company, does not mean it's a great investment. Yeah, it's actually a bad investment. Let's keep it there. I like, I like that finishing statement. Join us again on Bull, Bull on the Street. We'll talk soon, guys.